to jump back in? Yeah. No, let's, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Olivia, I heard it. I heard a, a sound of like maybe not. <laughs> yeah. It's just. It's good. It's good. We're good. We're ready. I just don't even know what to do at this point. So. <laughs> don't be afraid. It's only. Yeah, Dane. More things. It's only death, you know. <laughs> Who said anything about that? You didn't. Um. That's why I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than death. Yeah. But, okay. so, Kiriel posed the question. Thoughts? I mean, we, we don't even know what will happen once we reach water. Like, once we reach the end of the island. I mean, for all I know, that we keep going, you know? So, or we don't know what happens once Viridian, you know, arrives at the Mount of Stars. So I, I think we just gotta see that as soon as possible. Okay, so you and, vote that we press on? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Would would uh, Kiriel have told Roland and Natasha about what the ghost fox said to her? Or was that sort of a private thing that she would keep to herself? Mm, she would have told them what they needed to know. Gotcha. Like, the relevant details. She wouldn't have told them about all of her, like, personal identity struggle bullshit. But, like, yeah. I feel like she would have well, like, let them know. Yeah. I mean, I just asked that because I know the ghost fox said you're not strong enough right now to face him. So if... Yeah... That might be an important note that he would bring up, but if he doesn't know that, then I'll keep it to myself. I think... Okay, so I think that Kiriel took that to mean, like, she really struggled in that battle. I think she took that more personally. I, but I do think that she would have told, based on what she saw from Benson, I think that she would have made that warning. Like, okay. he's got a whole goddamn army, and he's fighting, essentially, our bosses right now and they are going to lose like and then you know there's the what four of us <laughs> um who are next and so i think i think that's definitely implied and has been communicated because of what she saw from benson's eyes mm -hmm. yeah so i guess my I, roland would say let's just push ahead the coward in him natasha <laughs> mm. what do you think I think uh, we have to be as safe as possible and right now that means getting ahead of him even though later we don't know what that will mean. I, I'm torn because we don't want to get cornered and the goal is to steal a boat once we hit the, the south village. South Village is full of warriors. I mean, we might have more support if he catches up to us there instead of here, but we also might have the advantage if we know he's coming and we wait for him and we make a plan, so. Well, I think we should go ahead and, and then we can warn, you know, the South Village because, hey, growing up in the South Village, those legionnaires don't mess around. Yeah, it might be good to have them on our side. Okay. We'll also be on the coast, so I think we just need to keep that in mind 
I think the goal is to fight him not near a body of water. <laughs> is there a way to travel through the forest without hitting water where we are? I mean, is there a way to travel with like the least amount of water? I know water's all around us because it's an island, but like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a matter of, I mean, that's why I posed the question, because I mean, we're headed to the coast, that's where we're going, and then we're going to take a boat through the Lost lost Passage, Lost Passage, mm-hmm. Treacherous Passage, Lost Passage. Lost Passage. <laughs> um, that's it. So we just need to be quick, yeah? Yeah. Quick. Okay. So we run in. Is that the <laughs> consensus? We ride. All right. So you guys push on, you know, for hours. You don't stop. You keep moving. Keep going. And then you finally leave the Forest of Flowers. And you see winter again. Right off the right off the edge of the forest. Drifts of snow leading down to the South Village, which it's a big place. It's a large city, really. Uh, And everything is made of stone. And the architecture is really bold and tries to speak of power. uh, But in that way that it's just so um, sort of brutalist and kind of like, there's some toxic masculinity going on is what I'll say. Uh, it it kind of comes off as, as if they're putting on airs or very weak um, by these, all of these attempts to look strong. There's not much color in the banners or anything. And when you guys kind of sneak your way out, here's a question. Is now the time that you start putting spells on Viridian? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, Atosh, that sounds like your department. Do I cast one? Just cast Uh, one? Yeah, which spells are you casting? Um, definitely invisibility. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that will directly help her right now. You could on just just a suggestion you could dispel the magic that's making things grow around her because even if she's invisible stuff will still yeah grow okay let's do can i do both of those things yes individual okay. spell rolls though so you'll have to roll cast a spell twice okay that makes sense the the first one is invisibility so okay uh, that's an eight okay do you draw unwelcome attention do you does the spell disturb the fabric um your ability to cast spells and you take a minus one ongoing or after it is cast the spell is forgotten maybe the spell disturbs the fabric of reality so that's where we okay are. that will mean your next spell will will be cast with a minus one i know okay Bummer. sounds good thank you <laughs> mm. all right that's still a 10 great hey, hey. okay so what does this look like? Um, probably well, maybe getting really close to her. 
and putting my hands on her shoulders um, and just closing my eyes and just like bringing quiet energy between us um mm-hmm. and the energy is like a light green but then it kind of just like sparks off of me um and lands on her shoulders kind of like soaking into her okay clothes. Um, once the spells have been cast, she interlaces her fingers into yours, Atosh, so that she doesn't get lost while you guys walk. Perfect. Into the city? Into the city. Mm-hmm. Into the city we go. This is really the first time we've been in, like, a, you know, crowded area that hasn't been actively under siege. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's bustling. There's a lot of boisterousness to it. And you kind of realize, like, oh, they're on a kick because they just won a war. So, like, there are, like, the after effects of, like, long celebrations. And a lot of electrical power is going up as as you guys arrive. Um, something else that's kind of unique about um, the South Village is that basically everybody open carries a weapon here. Like... Even if it's just a dagger, like everybody here is is armed. There are tons and tons of legionnaires around here. Uh, and I'll just kind of remind uh, you, this is also like a really big port. So you need to get a hold of a ship somehow because the, the Lost Passage is this impassable imped- water impediment uh, that nobody really comes back from. People have described it as just like an empty void hole in the ocean but you need to reach the island that is beyond it hmm. um but roland you're from here i am uh, yes how does roland feel tell me tell me about roland's well situation well uh dane i think i'll make a move here mm-hmm. which is um is that your it's not a port in the storm oh yeah no it is it is a port in the storm sorry yeah. you can cut all this out um dane i'd like to use my a port in the storm move which i found immediately on my character sheet Mm -hmm. (laughs) and its details are uh when you return to a civilized settlement you visited before tell the gm when you when you were last here they'll tell you how it's changed since then so i think the south village has a reputation for being you know kind of a hard a blunt society where you know physical prowess is rewarded um and culture music art is sort of something to rally the troops something to celebrate with but is not given like a high place in society mm-hmm. so i think roland has not really been here to play concerts or anything like that um and he left when he was pretty young when he was starting the south village seven now south village one i guess yep um, so, so how has it changed much or is it just like same old, same old? <sighs> Something about it's more entrenched. Like <sighs> these last 10 years in particular with the winters have been, when things are that hard, it's very easy to fall back on like brute force power, those sorts of things. Like, if it was hard to land a gig 
before outside of like working for like the military like the south village six were doing um then it is next to impossible now uh there just isn't space for it i think that's most clear by when you walk down the streets there are very few shops for luxuries or pleasantries basically everything is utilitarian everything has a purpose Hmm. yeah so you guys kind of gather in like the first square you know how like certain like cities have like like most cities don't have like one cent like they might have a central central square but like there's like earlier ones so to speak you know yeah kind of like spokes on a wheel it's kind of like that but i don't think the south village is circular i think it's a big square so Mm -hmm. lots of angles anyways uh you guys are kind of there and atosh is invisibly holding uh viridian's hand do you got what do you guys do what's your do you guys have like a little huddle like what's the plan here um because the other thing that has changed roland is outside of like being in about a war there does seem to be some like ramping up of like a big expedition because everyone's seen the forest like mm-hmm. that's the other thing is that's all anybody's talking about is that the forest of flowers has bloomed mm-hmm. um, you know that this could kind of work in our favor because the forest of flowers is in the opposite direction of where we want to go are you thinking of stealing a ship like <laughs> distracting them yeah i don't think that's a terrible idea could be uh i mean a good good bet I like your thinking. I think I think maybe we should also see if we can find a captain. See if we can um, borrow a ship or see if anyone's headed that way or I don't know. Maybe we could even offer to do some work on, on his crew. I don't know. Or her crew, whatever. Maybe maybe we should see who's around, who has ships in this area. Let's, let's ask around, you know, let, let's pretend we're locals, huh? Let's uh, soak in the local flavor. It's been a, it's been a while since I've been here, so I don't see why. Well, yeah, what's, how do we blend in, Roland? You know this place best. Um, okay, so basically clamp your teeth down as hard as you can. Okay, and then sort okay. Of really like smolder your eyes and then kind of like flex your shoulders, you know, your traps really so you look as like, big and wide as possible. Um, okay. And that's uh, it's probably, that's a good place to start. Okay. Am I doing it? Do I look tough? Do, am I doing it? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you look a little constipated, but um, <laughs> you know that's that's how most people around here look anyway. So you'll you'll fit right in. Don't, don't even worry about it. Yeah, Kirill. The facial expression could use a little work, but you look real good otherwise. I mean, you look tough. Thanks. Like I wouldn't mess with you, Kirill. Um, Atosh, uh, you hear a whisper in your ear, uh, which is a little surprising because you didn't know she was behind you suddenly. She's like, you should flex. (laughs) (laughs) Obliges. Uh, okay. Uh, invisible hands all over Atosh. (laughs) Love, love it. (laughs) Just, like, becomes very blushy and... It's like Roland, how how's this? How's this? I I was told to, yeah. <laughs> how's well, going on, Atosh? 
Uh, <laughs> Atosh Happy? is very muscular. <laughs> I like that we are all just hearing this voice <laughs> out of out of like nowhere, out of the ether. That's just like Atosh is very muscular. <laughs> oh. Uh... Atosh is very muscular. Look at you, Atosh. Isn't Atosh cute? I think Atosh is so attractive. Curio. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate I have... <laughs> how much you constantly just pump me up. It's very good. I appreciate you. <laughs> Viridian's just be- feeling, uh, she's handsy. <laughs> And none of you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there, like if you look very closely, there can be there's like, uh, there's like pressure Atasha's marks a, on a back massage. On yeah, like <laughs> on different parts of the clothes. But uh, otherwise, no. <laughs> uh, just gonna enjoy enjoy that, and also kind of I'm like we have to walk. Like we we have to. <laughs> Viridian. You are all talking. I can do this while you are talking. Fair. She has a point. All right. <laughs> let's head. Let's head down to the docks. And chat. Okay. Okay. So you guys are not splitting up. Um. No. No. I. I don't think so. Should we? I mean, do we have multiple things to accomplish? No. Hey. Not really. I'm just. I was just checking. Uh, I mean, well, I am going to need to make you to make a roll, though. Oh. Um, I'm going to need you to make an outstanding warrants roll for me. Roll <laughs> 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 okay. um, Is that on my roll 20 sheet? Give me one second, it will be. <laughs> I have a, you know, my crazy days are behind me. More or less. More or less. Now you're paying for it. <laughs> mm. Just a moment. Well, just I a have moment. it pulled up here. Okay, that works. You want me to just read the... Uh, yeah, yeah, please do. Okay. I'm, I'm going to analog. I got my actual rule book here. Ooh, classic. Okay. When you return to a civilized place in which you've caused trouble before, roll plus charisma. Okay. Should I roll and then I'll read what happens? Mm-hmm. You have disadvantage, by the way, for your I've failure dis- earlier. For what? For your failure earlier. This is the move. I'm making my hard move now. Oh, okay. So roll 3d6 and take the lower two. Oh, I just rolled charisma twice. Oh, okay. Does that work? Or you should roll roll 3d6 and take the lower two. Okay. That's pretty good. Oh, so that's seven. That's, That's seven plus your charisma. Oh, okay, nine. Nine, okay. Not too <laughs> So, uh, on a seven to nine, as um, word has spread of your deeds and everyone recognizes you. Oh, okay. And the GM chooses a complication. The local constabulary has a warrant out for your arrest. Someone has put a price on your head, or someone important to you has put has been put in a bad spot as a result of your actions. Funny this move is only for places where I've caused trouble. Yeah. Okay. Funny, uh, it's yeah. kind of all three. <laughs> it's all three? Kind of. Damn it, Roland. <laughs> uh, 
it's 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 adjacent to all three but most accurately someone important to you has been put in a bad spot as a result of your actions um you guys are at the docks and you're kind of taking in the ships uh Uh, roland when uh, a legionnaire which is not a guard to be very clear Mm. a legionnaire Mm -hmm. is sort of a noble in a sense like Mm. like there are people who are come from lineages of power and wealth but a legionnaire is somebody who essentially went through like a hunger Games situation and won and decided to uh and then comes back as like a well-respected warrior and is granted uh, positions of wealth and political power mm. um listen to song two verse one for the backstory on that mm-hmm. yeah but, yeah actually yeah. Oh, you just yeah. you nailed that that is exactly right um <laughs> early early in that um like within like the first 20 minutes um wow will <laughs> i know the lore i know the lore <laughs> the, that's uh, credit to olivia for that word that was a good word yeah. yes agreed <laughs> so you. the legionnaire uh they put a hand on your shoulder roland uh-huh uh roland yes uh uh depends who's asking lord juno's asking lord juno is the ruler of um the south village has been for a few decades uh uh, lord uh lord juno uh asking for me about me for you he knew i was in the city he didn't say hi didn't know but uh, a warrant's been put out. Oh, listen. If it's about uh, if it's about that little bit of arson on the outside of the city twenty years ago, I don't know anything about that. That was just sort of a DIY house show that my friends were putting on, and I left before anything started to go up in flames. Okay. You're not in. It's not a warrant for your arrest. You just have a contract that needs settling up. Oh, oh, yeah, my, oh, my contract, of course. Oh, my con, wait, my contract? Yes, the one you signed, uh, with the South Village Six. Well, then I think it's, like, suddenly <laughs> lashing back to, I'm outside the gates of the West Village during the siege in the tent with Byron. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? That's the one. <laughs> oh, Dane, I knew you would do this. I knew you would call this back. Okay. Are, can my friends uh, continue on without me? Or is it all right if I just go? You're free to go You're free to go alone. They're free to come along. Are we hearing this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this legionnaire, they introduce themselves as Marka. They have, like, uh, dreadlocks and... Um, black skin and are very very tall and very good looking mm-hmm. and also like probably like six five they look like um what's the best way to describe it they're just they're jacked they're just <laughs> so strong and they have like a big axe you know Kiriel's like trying to look as strong as them like standing up straighter like trying <laughs> to look cool so are we um are we going yeah 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 we'll go um do you guys want to just go to the dock 
And I'll meet you there. You, you want to come with? Roland, I don't think we can... I mean... Kind of... We don't have a lot of time. Okay. Well, then, uh, two birds with one stone. You you figure it out, and I'll come meet you on the... Uh, meet you at the docks. Are, are if you... I If I'm not at the dock... Okay, let's say if I'm not at the dock in an hour or two you come looking for me all right okay where will you be exactly uh marco where will i be the lord's manor uh the lord's manor the lord's manor i've never been to the lord's manor (laughs) sounds really official okay i mean uh, carol's feeling torn here because like i mean they really need to go so she can't really like spend a lot of time just thinking about this or like hanging out with Roland or whatever so I think she's kind of reluctantly going to be like okay well I mean okay be safe I mean we'll, we'll come for you if too much time passes right Atosh do you agree yeah be safe Roland uh, hey aren't I always safety is my middle name I hope Lord Juno's doing great kind of like squeezes Viridia's hair and hand and just like waves to Roland with the other one. And I feel like Roland can't see it, but he knows that Viridian is also waving. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, Viridian squeezes your hand, Atosh, and then kisses you on the cheek mm. um, and then lets go. <gasps> what? No. Uh, oh. Ah! <laughs> Atosh freaks out. <laughs> what what's going on? Are you okay? Atosh, what happened? Um and at this point Roland has already walked away. Mm-hmm. Uh well uh Curiel like kind of comes close to Curiel's ear and whispers like she's she she let go of me. You know, what? my invisible Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't she didn't tell you where she was going like mm, nope no whispers nope i am <sighs> when when the spell works kind of i it mm. she's invisible and gone curiel yeah um can you sense her like can you kind of tell where she is since it's your magic or is she just gone that's a no. <laughs> yeah, that's a no. <sighs> Shit, why? What? Curiel's just like visibly stressed because I think, like, on top of like the obvious of like they are on the run and they're in a hurry, like, she's kind of stressed about being here because, like, A, it's this is the place that she's always dreamed of going. Like, she has big goals here and she also hasn't been in a super populated place for very long and she doesn't tend to be welcome in super populated places so i think her stress levels are just kind of like hitting their peak right now fair super fair yeah um but let's stick with roland for a little bit (laughs) okay lead the way good luck (laughs) so this legionnaire uh they take you up to the lord's the lord's manor which is I think it's on a slight uh, overlook 
that can see the entire town and the coast and the bay and the port. Um, and it's it's not the biggest building in town. I, I think that the cathedral has that honor, but uh, it is solidly built and genuinely big. You're taken inside through a few hallways. It's not that ostentatious. It's very utilitarian, just like everything else. And you're brought into a very large room, which is like sort of the throne room, meeting hall, probably feasting hall at some points. Uh, And it's gray slate stone with like uh, polished smooth. And it's held up by six big pillars. And it is covered in magnificent red rugs and it's, and it's definitely meant to be intimidating. Mm. And at the far end sits an old man in the, in a stone throne. He's got white hair pulled back and like a, a well-kept white beard. He's wearing armor and there is a sword resting nearby and he's older, but he definitely has the look of somebody who probably is still stronger than you. Roland. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I imagine. And kind of like, it's kind of intimidating to think about like, oh my God, what were you like when you were 20? Christ. Like, oh no, that sort of person. This is Lord Juno. You've seen him at a distance before mm-hmm. when he's given speeches or uh, led people off to battle. And beside him are half a dozen other legionnaires and two scholars both of whom are going over a thick contract that you recognize. Oh. Um, and most concerning and unexpected of all are five figures who are kneeling off to one side. They are manacled and you recognize them. Would you mind describing your ex-wives and children for me? <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh, Judo, come on, man. Um, okay, well, uh, Roland is a master of the Bardic forces and also a man with two divorces. Um, <laughs> he, uh... <laughs> okay. His... That's going to be on his gravestone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 So he has two ex-wives, um, his first wife, Moira. Uh, they met when they were very young, high school sweethearts, if you will. Uh, they had three kids, but, you know, life on the road, crazy life of musician, you know, took them all over the country. She wanted to settle down, you know, things are going a little crazy. And then, of course, you know, Roland quit his music, his lucrative gig with the South Village 7 to pursue his concept album. You know, this is all backstory uh, in which, at which point they divorced. Then uh, he struggled on the own for, on his own for a while on the road, trying to make the album. Um, he took up with uh, his second wife, uh, Shanna, who was, uh, you know, a fellow musician. And, uh, but eventually he was too into his work. He was too, you know, focused onto it he neglected his personal life too much and uh shanna said you know i love you but unfortunately i uh this is it for me so that's where we found roland uh in his time with the winter ranks at the beginning um his three kids though were real sweet 
So <laughs> Maris is his eldest daughter, followed by Roland Jr., RJ, his middle son, and his youngest daughter, uh, Tara. Um, and he hasn't seen them for a while, so uh, not, not the greatest uh, family reunion, but there could be. No. Um, and as you approach, uh, all of them kind of like look up and kind of like, what's the word? They There's some movement among them. Uh, your kids look happy to see you. There's definitely a look among them of, oh, dad's here. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, um, kids. Dad's and, here. And uh, Myra and, Sh- and Shauna are like more like, ah, Roland's here. Um, <laughs> Moira, Shanna, hello. And Juno sort of like sits up straighter and he says, oh, uh, Roland, <clears throat> welcome. Uh, hello, Lord Juno. Good to uh, meet you. Yes, uh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance and to be in your halls. Y- yes. <laughs> Can I get you anything? A refreshment, maybe? Um, yeah, I sure some some water would be nice. Um, a, a servant off in one corner, see, just like disappears and comes back very quickly with water. Thank you. Is everything is everything all right here, your lordship? Uh, you owe, you owe quite a debt. I no no I paid off my condo in Azar's village uh, a couple fortnights ago so that should all be taken care of i you know i think i'm in the clear no your recent debts any pats the the contract uh recent debts would you care to elaborate the thirty thousand coin that you owe the state uh, thirty thousand coins. Yes. What What would I spend thirty thousand coin on? Um. Well, it wasn't you specifically. Uh. However, those are the debts of the South Village Six. Oh well, then you got to take that up with Byron. You know, or all you could have, but. I'm sorry, Lord Tran, I don't know what to tell you. He sadly passed, so you're going to have a hard time reclaiming your your monies. So I don't know what to tell you. I mean, my sympathies, of course. That debt is spread equally between every member of the South Village Six. What's that? And their kin. Oh. Yeah, but I quit, so that's why it's the South Village Six. Also... You know, they ripped off all my songs. King of Fools, A Boar in the Bed, The Gnome's Delight. I mean, Juno, these are my hits, but, you know, I, I don't Roland, even have... I don't care about that. You oh. signed this contract. Legally, you are the sole surviving member of the South Village Six. None of the others had next of kin meaning the entirety of the debt falls to you, those you are still legally bound to, and your children. Oh. Oh, no. Um. So what happens now? Well, 
if you have the 30,000 coin, uh-huh. uh, you could pay up right here. Everyone oh. goes home. Okay. That's probably or you the... could work it off. Okay. And However how... I see fit. Oh, and, and how do you see fit? Uh, your children seem talented and smart. Likely uh, helpers around the palace. Uh, your ex-wives, something similar, something befitting their talents. Uh, you, reports say, are magical. Oh, I mean, that was the review in the South Village Sentinel. I mean, they said that my performance at the Legionnaire's annual ball was magical and encapsulating. Said that he witnessed you. Strum your lute and throw lightning. I don't know where he would have gotten that. You know, I just, I'm just a lowly minstrel. You know, I just, I don't even know how to play. Okay. You got me. <laughs> it's two, it's three chords. That's all you have to know, Juno. I mean, I'd, I'd gladly teach you, but that's it. Don't lie to me. Oh, um, <clears throat> just out of curiosity, uh, how long have I been here? My watch isn't working. Have I been here about an hour? Would you say maybe an hour I've been here? Uh, Roland, you hear a, a familiar and very uh, quiet voice whisper. It's been about 45 minutes, yes. <laughs> that. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Roland. Uh, okay. Uh... Meanwhile, during those 45 minutes, Atosh, uh, Kiriel, what have you been doing? Looking everywhere for Viridian. Yeah, I think kind of just a combination of trying to find Viridian and a captain. Oh. Oh. She's invisible and has like an anti-magic bubble on her. Um. I know. (laughs) I think this is the first time, like, it, well, it, I guess at least in this game that we're playing, that Kiriel's, like, low-key pissed. Like, she, like, she's like, we fucking came, like, like you're the reason that we're here. <laughs> like, like, where the fuck did you go? Like, I think she's just, she's very flustered, and she's just looking everywhere for anyone or any sign. Like, I think that she's looking out for, you know, little flowers growing where they shouldn't be, or grasses, or whatever, um, but as well no. as anyone who might be able to lend her a ship. <laughs> right? So here's the thing. This has got to be have been a very disappointing 45 minutes because basically what you've said to every captain is like, hey, are you going to that place where ships can't come back from? Can we hire you? <laughs> and everybody's like, no. Hey, fuck would off. you sailing like... <laughs> over the edge of the world? Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> nobody is willing to willing to even like jokingly Mm. no so like 45 minutes pass and you and atosh regroup and atosh unless you want to undo your spells there's no sign of her and there's no luck on the ship end discuss 
so Tosh, um, seen, seen your girlfriend anywhere? Because, uh, we're running out of time. I have not. Um, we are running out of time. And there's also no Roland? Uh. Shit. Yeah. I, I, I fear that if I undo my spells, I'll put her in danger. It's, it feels too risky. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know where she is. Okay, Curiel, I. <sighs> no, I. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's good. I'm sorry. It's a very just... high stress situation. What even is this village? I mean, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, they. They could really use some help with decorating around here, couldn't they? <laughs> Yeah, and I haven't even seen, like, one pub that's open. Like, the leisure thing? Like, I don't even know if I wanted to chill out. I don't think there would be a spot to. At least not a nice spot to hang out. That's for sure. Yeah, so, uh, maybe, um, do we want to go to the Lord Juno place? Yeah, I mean, we have to help Roland, but also, what? good is that really unless we have a ship to leave on because i mean the bottom line is if if he catches up to us and we're on the coast then we're screwed because mm. he draws his power from the water he'll have an entire ocean we need to get out of here before that and we were only a day ahead of him at best when i when we tracked him um i think we need to I think you're right. I think we need to go. I think we need to get Roland. Um, I mean, we need to find Viridian, of course. I mean, we wouldn't be going here without her. Um, do you... Maybe maybe you could look... Uh, she's, like, struggling with this, because, like... Or maybe Natalie's struggling with this, because I don't want to split the party even more, but also... <laughs> right. I, I'm... Could um, I, I... My spells are being taken up, right? Yeah, you cannot cast any magic right now without breaking your your spells. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, okay. This is midday in the South Village, right? Roughly. Yeah. Okay. So is there a point where people leave the dock? Like, is there a busy time? Like, Not really. Uh, okay. Tides kind of determine some of that stuff but you know okay Atosh do you I hate to say this but do you want to try to find Viridian and I'll try to find us a ship and then we'll meet back up in I don't know maybe half an hour to see if we to, to see if we can go get Roland yeah I just the hard part is she is disoriented sometimes and I just I guess I'll have to listen to myself about where she might be I mean she likes the people that she knows I wait I have a question mm-hmm. so Atosh could you still do your mental connection thing That's yes. I, oh, okay. but it's because because it's a spell yeah 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so the very things that you placed on Brilliant <laughs> to keep her from being found are now making it so that you cannot find her. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Beautiful Dane. Irony. <laughs> yep. Uh, a horrific use of these uh, mechanics. I respect it. Bravo, Dane. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> yeah, he did a good thing. Uh, <laughs> at least mechanically speaking. I, yeah. <laughs> Emotionally speaking, not so much. Atosh um. is like in mid panic attack. It's okay. Um. <laughs> so is Curiel. This is going to go well. Okay, so you guys are splitting up. Atosh is going looking, and Curiel's going to try and find a ship. Going stealing. Curiel, uh, is that what going to look for a ship means? Is you're looking for a target to steal? I think that first. She's going, I think this is going to be a parlay situation, probably, if she can find a captain. Um, there is not I a captain she's... who will speak to you on this matter. I Like, it, it does not matter what you roll on a parlay. They are not going to sail over the edge of the world for you. There's there's nothing you can do that will convince them otherwise. No, but not like not like hiring a captain, but like making a deal in which it would allow me to take their ship. They don't have to come oh, with me. Oh, we're threatening some. You're like, I, you don't know where I'm going to take the ship. I just need to borrow it for a second. I understand yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I. Why don't you discern realities and we'll see what you find. <laughs> Options wise. Ten. Ten. Okay. Why don't you ask some questions? Cool, cool, cool. This has been my favorite move of this session. Let's see. Um, oh, let's see. What here is useful or valuable to me? Uh, the ship at the end of the dock, because it's small, and the captain, he looks to be like 19, and without a crew. <laughs> it's a small boat, but it would fit you all, and he doesn't seem to have backup. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, in terms of that situation, Uh who's really in control here? Good. (laughs) That's what I hoped. Uh. Um, uh, and let's see. Okay, yeah. What here is not what it appears to be. That's always a good one. (laughs) No, everything's about as, no, everything's about as it is, you know. That kid is a 19-year-old who this is his first boat. You don't know if he inherited it from his pappy oh, or if or what, pappy. but like like <laughs> well now that I've said that, he's definitely inherited it from his pappy. This kid is is fresh-faced. He is he's a strong, he's a fisherman, but he's not like and yeah, he's got a little hatchet there, but he, he's not a, a a woman chosen by the beast gods with a flame gauntlet who's already killed a, a powerful wizard and and has a crazed look in her eye like she's been in the forest for two straight weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, this kid is not that. So there you go. Atosh, how are you going about trying to find your invisible girlfriend who's very flighty and also the embodiment of spring? Um
Thank mm-hmm. you.